Well, welcome back, everybody. Hello. Welcome once again to our Wednesday night Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We've been having a dynamic time in the rich word of God, and I'm so thankful that you decided to join me once again. We've been in a series entitled Grow Up. We've been talking about our spiritual inheritance in Christ Jesus. Oh, the Lord has so many wonderful things in store for you, not only in the hereafter, but also in the right now. We're growing up into Christ so that we may inherit the things that God has for us, not only, again, in the hereafter, but right now. God has some things that's wonderful, that's awesome, and we'll talk about more of those today. So if you have not been a part of the entire series, make sure you go back and start with part one and come all the way up to where we are now. But we thank you so much for joining us. All right, if you're watching us on the YouTube platform, how about smashing that like button for us? When you do that, that helps other people to see this video. And of course, if you haven't, haven't subscribed, you can subscribe at your leisure and hit that bell icon so that you can be informed when we go live once again and also for other programming offered right here on the Kingdom Rock Network. Yay, Jesus! We're excited. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to join us on our website, at kingdomrock.org, kingdomrock.org. All right, I'm super excited. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to, ready to get into the rich word of God. So let's go. The last time we were together, I believe we stopped <clears throat> talking about our inheritance. And we're going to go back to Deuteronomy 18. Deuteronomy 18. And in Deuteronomy 18, verses 1 and 2, we discovered how the priest would inherit God, how the other tribes of Israel, they were allotted land here and there and the other, but for the priest Levites, they had a special inheritance. Let's just zoom right into this in verse number two, as we talk about our inheritance. Now, remember, Revelation 21 verse seven says that the believer, or says that the overcomer shall inherit all things. And we learned that from 1 John 5, 1 John 5, 1 John 4, and 5, that the overcomer are those who are born of God, those who lean on, rely on, and trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We've decided to grow up into him and receive our inheritance. All right, let's go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 18, verse number two, getting into the nitty and the gritty. And by the way, if I haven't told you, I appreciate you so very much. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Yay, Jesus! Calm down. Here we go. All right, Deuteronomy 18, verse two says, therefore uh, shall they have no inheritance among their brethren. All right, talking about the priests, Levites here. It says, the Lord is their inheritance as he hath said unto them. The Lord is the inheritance. They get to inherit God. Hallelujah. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus than riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus more than anything. Glory to God. Now, remember, the Bible declares also in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 1, verse 6, that Jesus calls his body, he calls the believer kings and priests. So that's the big thing there. We inherit God. We will inherit Christ. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that's the big thing. Now, let's stop just for a moment. 
Now, remember, we're going through all of this trying to express to every member of the body of Christ that once you give your life to Jesus, that's not it. It's not over. No, there's more for you. You know, I would tell any child, hey, I'm glad you graduated from kindergarten, but you've got so much more to do now. You've got so much schooling to go so that you can eventually be a productive citizen in our society. Well, the same thing for the body of Christ. Once you are born again, born again, born of God, twice born, born from above, receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that's good. That's wonderful. Glory to God. But now you have to go on into full sonship. Now you have to go on into inheritance and learning of Christ Jesus, being an overcomer in life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have to mature. And we're going to see this tonight in the Word of God. All right, so we get to inherit. Uh, the Bible says that we inherit God. Now, also, let me bring this to you. In Psalm 2, Psalm verse 2, rather Psalm chapter 2, or the uh, second chapter of the book of Psalm. And let me read here. We're going to start reading at verse number, let's start reading at verse number 8, because this also talks about our inheritance, what we will inherit in Christ. Listen to this question that the Lord starts us with here in Psalm 2, verse 8. It says, Ask of me, and I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. Heathen here talks about the nations. Ask of me. God says, ask of me, and I will give you the heathen, or I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Listen, it goes on. And the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Remember we said over there in Matthew, the fifth chapter, that the meek shall inherit the earth. So the Lord is saying it again. Here He said it there in Matthew, and he's saying it over here in Psalm, that, that your possession is vast. The Lord says, ask of me, inquire of me, and I will give it to you. Who is he giving it to? He's giving it to the overcomer. He's giving it to those who, who are filling themselves with the word of God. He's giving it to those who, who are dining on the flesh of Jesus and drinking his blood. Hallelujah. The flesh of Jesus is the word of God. As you dine upon the diet of God's rich word in your life, glory to God. This is powerful. As you discover who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you, you're dining on his flesh. As you're drinking upon his blood, like we're talking about in communion, as you're drinking upon his blood, you're meditating on his righteousness, the righteousness that God provided you through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. God has taken your sins away. He has washed you. He has made an atonement. And I love what the Bible declares there in the book of Romans. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's because of his precious blood. Hallelujah. And it's not, I'm thankful. I'm really thankful to the Lord that you've given your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Step one. Now let's go on into perfection. Now let's learn of him. Now let's grow in him because there's so much that God wants you to do and wants you to be in this life. Don't you know that God, again, has called you to be an overcomer? You're not a victim. You're an overcomer. Greater is he who's within you than he that is in the world. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. You don't have to be a victim of circumstance. You can rise far above it. Glory to God. Oh, I'm so excited about that. You know, 
Uh, I kind of like the superhero thing from time to time. My church knows that I do. You know, and it's like I see a pattern of us in some of that. Now, some of that's just trash. But I see the pattern of these supernatural beings rising up, rising up and helping others. And that's who we are. We're supernatural beings in Christ who rise up and we do the work of our Father. We glorify Him. We magnify Him. And we rise up and we assert dominance and dominion over evil, casting it off, doing good, and also doing good in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think that's why I love those so very much. Glory. Let's go back now. So Psalm 2 Verse number eight says, ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for an inheritance and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. Verse number nine, thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Verse 12, kiss the son, lest he be angry and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled, but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Glory to the Lord. God is raising you up to be a king. Glory to God. A king and a priest. From Genesis to Revelation, the Bible talks about your dominion, your authority in Christ Jesus. Yes, we know we have an enemy, but that enemy is there so that you can have something to overcome. You need target practice. Glory to the Lamb of God. You know, this morning, don't tell anybody, but this morning I had a great time in the gym. Oh, I had a great time with a buddy of mine. And we were in the gym doing uh, bench presses, you know, pressing, pressing, pressing. And he's like my coach. And he was saying, okay, let's put on this weight. Let's put on that weight. You know, but you can't build muscle without some weight. Somebody's getting that. Hallelujah. You can't build it. You're going to have to have something to resist. Resist. The Bible says, submit yourselves therefore unto God and resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You never know how strong you are unless you have something to push against. Glory to God. The amount of weight that you can push against helps you to define how strong you are. You know, some of us, when we were first born again, when, when things began to happen in our lives, the enemy overcame us and it caused us to collapse in some areas. But now that you've learned the word of God, you're discovering who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you. That devil can't bring that mess to you anymore. You're ready. You're ready. You're ready for a fight. Glory to God. You're ready to cast them down. You're ready to cast them out. You're ready to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord in this situation. Glory to the Lamb of God. Ooh, I'm so excited. So we're going to have to grow up in Christ. That's our goal, to become like Jesus, to become like Jesus. Glory to God. All right, so let's go further on down. Let's go now to back into the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, the third chapter. Let's talk a little, a little bit more about our inheritance as we are inheriting God, as we are inheriting Christ, as we are growing up into him. 
glory to God. If this video, if you're watching on the YouTube platform and this video has any value, you find any value in it, then hit that like button. Glory to God. If you're on Roku or on Vimeo or on any other platform, just comment there in the description below. We would love to hear from you. All right, let's go. Ephesians, the third chapter. Let's look at verse 16 through 21. This is that uh, apostle's prayer here that is still blessing us here today. I want you to notice the word grant here. Word grant, that's uh, in verse 16. Grant means to bestow, to give, to give. So that lines up with our inheritance, right? Inheritance is given to you. You didn't earn it. You don't deserve it. It is something that God gives to you as a possession. So um, Ephesians 3, verse number 16 through 21, we're going to talk about what God is willing to give to you. Now, understand this, not in the sweet by and by. Yes, we're, we're grateful for our heavenly home. Glory to God. But we're, we're living right here and right now. God has so much more for you right here and right now. I want to really bring that to your attention. Let's not just, I, I see people just saying, one day I'll get the glory, one day I get the glory. Yes, that's true, but there's so much glory for you to have right here and right now, so much glory for you to give to God right here and right now. Glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, these trials and tribulations that you are enduring in Christ, you know what it's doing? It's making you stronger, it's building patience, it's building faith in you. Glory to God. We don't have to curse it. We can bless God in it. Hallelujah. You don't have to bless God for it, but in it, you can surely give God the glory. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So let's again, let, uh, let's consider the word grant, meaning bestow or to give into the possession of another. Let's go. Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 16 through 21. And this is how it reads that he talking about the Lord would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be what? Strengthened. Here's one thing that he's giving you right here, right now. I want you to say with me, I receive this right now. Come on, say that with me. I receive this right now, okay? Right now. Here's one of those right now inheritance points. He says that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man to be strengthened with might, strengthened with power. Don't you know we need that today more than ever? This is our prayer. We have to receive this. Now, understand something. Let's go back to the example of the will we've been talking about for the last few weeks. If someone dies and they leave an inheritance, right? They leave the will. Well, the attorneys will come out. The attorneys uh, would come out and they would read your name and uh, tell you what you have received. Now, most sane people, once they've heard their name, that they received uh, $10 million, they, they, were, they would be excited, but they don't just walk out and tell people, hey, I received $10 million. I mean, they, they'll tell a few, but most sane people won't just stop there. They'll actually go back and ask, where's my money? Where's my check? right? It's good that you got it. It's good that it's written in the will. And it's good that it's a great testimony that you can share with others. Oh, I received $10 million. Oh, I received $10 million. But you still can't put gas in your tank. Oh, I received $10 million. Uh, but you're still trying to ask for rent money. Somebody has to go and investigate, how can I 
receive? How can I receive what's on that paper tangibly in my bank account? How can I activate what you said, Mr. Attorney? How can I receive that uh, from the wheel into my account? How can I use this? By the same token, you know, we can read the Bible and we can rejoice. Oh, my goodness, with joy, with joy, we can receive the rich word of God with joy. And you can go and tell other people about it. But somebody has got to ask the question, how can I receive this into my bank account? How can I receive this into my body? How can I receive this into my marriage? How can I receive this into my children? Right. Let's inquire of the Lord. Let's inquire of him. It's a wonderful thing that it's in the, that it's in the promise, that it's in the, that it's in the inheritance, that it's in the will. That's a wonderful thing. But unless we take that step further and actually receiving it in manifestation, all you have is a good joy, which won't help you when you got to pay your light bill or, or other things, right? You're going to have to have the word of God in manifestation. How do I get my check? Where do I cash it, right? That's what we want to know. Lord, how do I receive your blessing? How do I receive your healing? How do I receive deliverance? And in this case, in Ephesians, Ephesians the third chapter, how do I receive this inner strength or this to be, the Lord said that he would grant you to be strengthened with might in the inner man, right? Let's read it. It says, uh, that he would grant you according to the, the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in, their inner, in the inner man. So say with me, I receive strengthening. I am strengthened with might by the Holy Spirit inside. You got me? So one way we're going to receive is by saying through the uh, from the fruit of your lips or with the fruit of your lips, you can take possession of it. You know, your mouth can get you in a lot of trouble. Somebody said, amen, you're looking around, right? Or your mouth can get you in a lot of good things too. We can agree and bring things into our lives based on what we say, based on what we say. So one good indication of how to activate the promises of God in your life is to say it. Lord, I receive, I receive this strength that you're giving to me. I believe I receive this strength. I am being strengthened right now with might by your spirit in my inner man. Glory to God. Are you getting that? I am being strengthened with might in my inner man by the Holy Spirit. Right now, the Holy Spirit is strengthening me right now with might. Oh, somebody's getting that. Do you feel that? My God, I feel it. Glory to God. I'm being strengthened. Hallelujah. But that's just the first thing. Here again, I feel like that info commercial again, but that's not all. Let's go ahead and finish reading it. Again, so verse 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Oh, my goodness, Christ dwelling in my heart. Receive that. Christ is dwelling in my heart. Say that. Christ is dwelling in my heart by faith. Listen, it's verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, that you, that me, that we, root being rooted and grounded in love. Oh, I receive that too, that I can be rooted and grounded in love. Don't you know that love, God is love? The most powerful, the most eloquent love, I can be rooted and grounded in God. 
You know, when you're rooted and grounded in love, there is no fear. Why? Because the Bible declares that perfect love casts out fear. Oh, my goodness. And hasn't fear plagued our nation, our society, our world? But when you're rooted and grounded in love, again, this is one of the things that the father says, hey, I'll give to you. It's in the will for you. Take possession of it. Here here again, that Christ may Uh, that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that we being rooted and grounded in love. Say with me, I am rooted. Say say this way, I agree that I am rooted and grounded in love, that I am rooted and grounded in love. Hallelujah. You're rooted and grounded in love. Guess what? Your blood pressure is going to go down. Hallelujah. When you're rooted and grounded in love, guess what? You won't have to deal with all those shoulder pains and aches and all this other stuff. When you're rooted and grounded in love, that nose and neighbor won't really get on your nerves as much anymore. Hallelujah. When you're rooted and grounded in love, you'll find that your relationship with God takes on another level. It takes on another level. Glory to God when you know that he loves you. Oh, when you experience the love of Christ. Come on, let's go a little bit further. My goodness. Again, this is what he's granting unto you. This is what's in the will for you right here, right now. I need this right now, don't you? Oh, my goodness. Let's take a praise break for a moment. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Come on, you can dance too. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's get back in here. Our time is going out. My goodness. All right, I told you I was excited tonight. I've been so waiting to get here with you to get in the word of God with you. I thank you. Let's let's thank the Lord right now. Father, we thank you so very much for giving us the opportunity to get in your word tonight. We thank you for your sweet Holy Spirit that is right now with us, with us here, and with our friends, your beloved, that is right now watching. Father, I pray right now, if the devil is showing up in their lives in any way, Lord, we take a full authority over him. We take full authority over sickness and disease. We take full authority over sadness and depression. We take full full authority over any demonic spirits that are hovering around around them. We bind them in the mighty name of Jesus and we cast them out. Lord, we declare that your beloved is blessed. Your beloved is healed. Your beloved is loosed from every shackle and chain that binds them. Father, we thank you for the goodness, your goodness, your goodness, the goodness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. Father, we, we thank you that we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Father, we thank you for fresh anointing that you're pouring out even right now in this very place. Father, we thank you that the place where your beloved is right now is filling up with your presence. Lord, we thank you for heavenly atmospheres all around us. Glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, we thank you, Lord, that we can abide in your presence and dwell with you. Oh, we love you tonight, Lord Jesus. We love you tonight, Lord Jesus. We submit and we yield to you. Oh, in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, my goodness. I love the Lord, and I know you do too, and I thank you so much for being with us. We're not done yet. We just had to take that praise prayer break just for a moment before we explode, you know? All right, let's go ahead and let's, let's go a little bit further. All right, verse 17 that Christ may dwell in in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, there's a reason, 
There's a reason that Christ is dwelling in your heart by faith. There's a reason that you're being rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in love. Verse 18 tells you, um, may be able to comprehend. Okay, okay, here we go. We got, we're being strengthened with might by the Spirit in our inner man, right? Now Christ is dwelling in our heart by faith, and now we're rooted and grounded in love, and that positions us for verse 18. Maybe that we may be uh, able, that we may be able to comprehend with all saints. Comprehend means to understand. It means to grasp or to take hold of something, take hold of a thought, take hold of a concept, right? Being rooted and grounded in love. Christ dwelling in our hearts by faith. Us being strengthened with might positions us to understand something, to comprehend something, right? Something that was before this incomprehensible, unable to be understood, couldn't grasp it. But now that we have the strength, the might of the Spirit, now that Christ is dwelling in our hearts, now that we are rooted and grounded in love, we can get this now. We can understand this now. Glory to God. You know, if you have the greatest phone in the world, but if you don't know how to use it, what good is it to you? Now that we can understand this, it says that you may be able to understand or comprehend with all saints. In other words, this is a common knowledge. It should be common or will be common with all the saints. The word saints there means holy ones. I've heard people say, I'm no saint. I'm no saint. Well, if you're not born of God, I agree with you. But if you're born of God, if you're born again, God calls you a saint and you ought to say, amen. It is so. And so it is. There's a common knowledge that we could comprehend or understand or lay hold to something with all saints, with all our brothers and sisters in the Lord. What are we coming? What are we all learning about? What are we understanding? What is that common, common knowledge or that common uh, understanding? What is it? Let's go and finish reading. It says that um, it says verse 18 may be able to comprehend with all saints. What is the breath and length and depth and height. Once again, it says, may be, able to, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Goes on verse 19, and to know the love of Christ. So the breadth and length and depth and height talks about the love of God towards you, the love of Christ. How wide is his love? How high is his love? How deep is his love? My God, it is without measure. Oh, my goodness. It is without measure how much he loves you and the lengths that he has gone to to receive you unto himself. The lengths that God has gone to uh, to to bring you back into his presence, to bring you in perfect harmony and, and, and in relationship with you. I, you know, I go again to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, one of the verse says that Jesus was was punished, or it says in King James, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, meaning Jesus was punished so that we could have peace with God, so that we could have perfect harmony with God. Hallelujah. When you think about the cross, think about the crucifixion. When you think about uh, his blood being shed, when you think about how he was beaten uh, beyond recognition, all that happened so that you could have peace with God. 
Never doubt whether you have peace with God. You say, I sinned last night. Well, what about it? Never doubt that you have peace with God because what Jesus did surpasses your sin. Glory to God. What Jesus did surpassed your sin. The Bible declares that, that God made an end to sin. I believe Romans 8 chapter, through what Jesus has done for you, he made an end to it. He has wiped your sins away. He has, he has restored you in the right fellowship with himself. Your sins have been remitted. They have been forgiven. Glory to God. Even what you did last night or what you're about to do. God said, I have forgiven them. Now walk in fellowship with me. Now walk in the light as he is in the light. And we'll have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all sin and unrighteousness. This is what we do, saints of God. You don't dwell on your sin. No, you repent, you get up, and you keep moving, knowing that the blood of Jesus has made it possible for you to still have right relationship with God. And because you know you have still, you still have right relationship with God, that means even in the depths of your sin, you can say, God, forgive me, restore me right here because you know your father has not turned his back on you. Now, listen, you don't need God to turn his back on you when you're in sin. No, because he's the only way out of your sin. Glory. He's there. He was there when you thought about doing it. He was there when you did it. And he's there after you've done it. He's there in all places. And still says, son, daughter, I'm here and I still love you. Come on. I made you my righteousness. You are the righteousness of God, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You are. God said that you are become my righteousness in Christ Jesus. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, my Lord. You are. Glory to God. You are righteous. God has made you that way. Now let's accept our standing in him and grow up into maturity, grow up into perfection in Christ. You discover the older you are or the more mature you are, more mature you become in Christ, the less and less you desire to do those childish things called sin. The apostle said it this way, when I was a child, I spake like a child. I, you know, I, I thought like a child. I did things like a child. But when I became a man, I put away those childish things, those childish desires. You know, the sins that we uh, commit, those little things, those little childish things, we do that because we have not fully grown and matured in Christ. But the closer you get to Christ, the less and less and less you'll sin. In other words, the closer you get into the light, the more you come into the light, the less darkness will have power over you. So we don't revel in the sin. We don't roll around in it. No, we get up and we walk into the light because the light will cleanse you from the darkness. Keep on walking in the light. I'm still doing this. Keep on walking to the light. I'm still on pornography. Keep on walking in the light. I'm still drinking. I'm still doing drugs. Keep on walking into the light. Keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on walking into the light. Oh, that's a song. I'm getting beside myself tonight. Oh, my goodness. I'm really enjoying the Lord tonight. <laughs> I'm really enjoying you. Thank you for being here with me. My goodness. Keep on walking to the light. Let's finish up with this, then we're going to close out tonight. Verse 19. Uh, verse 19 says, and to know the love of Christ. To know the love of Christ. Have experience, not just have head knowledge on it or about it, but to experience the love of Christ. Which, by the way, it says, which passive knowledge passes human understanding or comprehension? 
to know the love of Christ, which passive knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. That's where we're going to be filled with all the fullness of God. Don't you know your family? They would appreciate you being filled with all the fullness of God. Your neighbors, your coworkers would be would appreciate you being filled with all the fullness of God. You know, they need Christ. They need Christ. And those that are working evil things around you, when you come around, they're not going to want to hang around. <laughs> they're not going to want to hang around at all. When you bring in the light and they're, they're, they love the darkness, they are not going to too much care about you. But don't worry. Don't worry. The Father has you completely. You're dwelling in his love. You're dwelling in him, and you're finding your completeness in him. Those that will be saved, those that will accept Christ, will accept him. Those that will not, won't. But when you have a witness, when you are a witness for Christ Jesus, you leave them without an excuse. Pray with them. Pray with family. Pray with friends. Pray with coworkers. Pray that they will see Christ revealed. Christ revealed in you. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Well, we're going to stop it right there. Of course, we had so much more tonight. Um, but we're going to stop it there and get ready for communion. We're going to pick up here in Ephesians, the third chapter on next week. And I'm excited about next week. So make sure you're with me. But now it's time to go into communion. We're going to dine with the Lord Jesus. So get ready, okay? All right, you ready? Got your communion supplies ready? The Lord gave us this example of eating his flesh and drinking his blood. He gave us this example. On the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and he told his disciples, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In other words, remember what, I'm done, what I've done for you. Remember what I'm going to do for you, disciples. Remember what I'm going to do for you. Remember for us today, remember what he has done. Remember how he sacrificed his life and how he made a way for us. How we are now righteous in the sight of God because of him. And the Bible says again, that it is with his stripes, with the wounds inflicted upon his body, that we were healed. So receive your healing now as part of your inheritance. Receive it now through Christ Jesus. And say with me, Lord, we remember. We remember in Jesus' name, we eat all of it. to the Lamb of God. So the blood of Jesus also talks about our deliverance. It talks about our, our safety, our protection. It talks about our righteousness. You know, the Bible says that we overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. We overcame the devil by the blood. And Jesus is our Passover lamb. He is the fulfillment of Passover. And he told them in Egypt, he told his people in the land of Egypt, take the blood of the, the, blood of the lamb and, and strike it upon the doorposts and side posts of the home. When you do that, when that spirit comes through, when that angel of death comes through, and he's bringing death to every home, but when the Lord says, when I see the blood, 
He will not suffer that, suffer that spirit to come into your house. The blood is, a, is the perfect defense against calamity and destruction. So, Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed on, on our behalf. This is the New Testament that is in the blood of Jesus that has taken away all of our sins. Thank you, Lord, that through it we are forgiven, healed, and delivered. We love you, Father, and we celebrate you today. We thank you for Jesus. And we say, Lord, we remember. And we drink all of it. The Lord says, as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show his death until he comes. So keep on talking about what Jesus did for you. It brings life and strength. When we discern the body and blood of the Lord properly, we will not be weak nor sickly, nor will, nor will we die prematurely. Glory to God. We have faith in the finished work of Jesus. Glory to the Lord. Well, that ends tonight's Bible study and prayer session tonight. I enjoy being with you. Of course, I've, I did not mention that prayer warriors were standing by. So to chat in your prayer request, I hope that you did that. But if you did, our prayer warriors have seen your text, uh, your chat, and they have already been praying for you and will continue to be praying for you. If you're not watching the live, you can always go to our website at kingdomrock.org, kingdomrock.org and click the contact button and type in your prayer request. And we'd be so glad to pray with you. I'd love to pray with you. I really do. And when you're commenting, if you would, tell us maybe your first name and where you're, where you're, where you're from. That would help to encourage us so richly. Don't forget to join us also here on the network on Thursday night, Friday night, and Sunday morning. We'll have some more wonderful words to give to you. And we want to help you to grow up in Christ Jesus. All right, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Yes, we will. All right, bye-bye.